From the Financial Times in London, I'm James King and this is FT News. A radical overhaul of India's tax system, passed by the country's parliament last week, marks a big breakthrough for Prime Minister Narendra Modi. The reform will replace national, state and local taxes with a new goods and services tax, a unified value-added tax. If it succeeds, it will create a genuine single market in India, improving the country's competitiveness and boosting growth. On the line to discuss this is the FT's South Asia Bureau Chief, Amy Kasmin. Amy, welcome. Could you start by telling us what's wrong with the current tax system and what these reforms might achieve? The current tax system is essentially a logistical nightmare for businesses. It's a very old-fashioned tax system. The central government charges some taxes, state governments charge other taxes, cities charge other taxes, but it's also a tax upon tax. So the result of that is that India has not really been a genuine single market, despite being one country, for its entire history as an independent nation. When goods are being transported across state lines, trucks often have to wait anywhere from a few hours to a few days for essentially what are internal customs inspectors to look at the trucks, review their goods. Goods take a long time to move across the country and the tax on tax makes the tax burden of manufactured goods very expensive. It's estimated that 25% of the final price of manufactured goods is essentially embedded tax, which is exacerbated by the impact of tax on tax. Different government entities are charging tax on the tax charged by other government entities. All of this has served to make Indian manufactured products highly uncompetitive, both within India, where they're competing with a slew of foreign imported goods, which have less taxes embedded within the price of the product, but also abroad in the international markets. This reform is essentially meant to be a value-added tax, which will, for the first time, bring India and make it into a genuine single market. So the long queues of trucks waiting to cross state borders will become a thing of the past for the most part. And the whole problem of cascading tax or tax on tax will be eliminated. It'll be a very straightforward value-added tax. It should bring the effective tax rate down and it should have a huge impact in terms of like the logistics of this country, manufactured products and helping making manufactured goods more affordable and competitive. So this is really a big change. It also sounds quite ambitious given all of the regional governments in India, all of the cities you mentioned that had a stake in the current tax system. Do you think that the government of Narendra Modi will actually be able to make this reform stick? Well, I mean, first of all, making it stick isn't the question. The question is, can they really make it happen? The the big event that has happened recently is that the Indian parliament has agreed to amend the Indian constitution, which had laid out the right of states to charge certain taxes and the right of the national government to charge certain taxes. So the first step to realizing this national value-added tax and creating a genuine single market has been amending the constitution, which has a very, very high threshold for success. You need a two-thirds majority to amend the constitution as a first step to even be able to bring in a value-added tax on a national level. 
That is what has now happened. But with this amendment to the Constitution, you still have now a lot of next steps which need to be taken. There needs to be an actual bill, which will be the GST bill, which will actually lay out in explicit detail how the GST is going to work. They have to agree on what the new rate for the GST will be. Then every state has to pass its own GST law. So there's a lot of legislative work that still needs to be done before this tax even begins to come into force. The government is looking at a deadline of April 1st, 2017. A lot of people feel that's really ambitious due to the legislative work that still has to be done, due to the IT systems that have to be put in place. So it's a very big job. But I think it is likely that this is going to go ahead. It's not perfect. There will still be some goods that are going to be excluded. Things like petroleum products and alcohol products, which are huge sources of revenues for the states, but are also very important industrial and manufacturing inputs, they're not going to be included. So this still falls short of creating a true and genuine single market, but it's taking India a lot further than it's been in all this time. So there is quite a time to wait for the actual business end of this to happen. But how's the business community responded to this news? For the most part, manufacturers are absolutely euphoric about this. I mean, of course, they're still waiting to see how all the final details will pan out. But this is something that Indian industry and especially manufacturers have been pressing for for a very long time. Many of them have been complaining bitterly about how the impact of this poor tax system has undermined industrial competitiveness and made it difficult to attract manufacturing investment. The head of the Confederation of Indian Industry told me that if someone set out to design the most perverse system possible, they would have ended up with what India's tax system has been for the last 60, 70 years. So Indian industry is really, really optimistic. There are some concerns among service industries because basically the tax burden in India has been falling heavily on manufactured goods and service industries have been taxed less. But the new GST regime is going to bring the same rate of tax to both manufacturing services. So while manufacturers are expecting their overall tax burden is going to go down, service industries are expecting that their overall tax burden may go up slightly. So it's not unanimous euphoria among the business communities, but I do think that in general people recognize that this is a good idea and it's a modern system and the manufacturers especially are very, very pleased about it. What would you say this means in terms of the centralization of power in India? Could this be a prelude to sort of a weakening of power of the states and a commensurate increase in power by the central government in New Delhi? I think that is one of the concerns that had led this process to take so, so long, that the states would be kind of weakened, that the states would lose out on revenues. But I think overall, people have been persuaded that for the good of the economy as a whole, this step just had to be taken. At the end, states still have tremendous control over how they spend the revenues. There have been very detailed formulas worked out about how the states will get the revenues, how the revenues will be moved from one level to another. This is not 
going to see all this tax revenue handed off to the central government for it to decide how it wants to spend. Revenues will still be directed to the state government. They have lots of power and autonomy in how they choose to spend their revenues and setting their own budget. There's also going to be a council of states that will look at how the mechanism is working. So I think everybody really has been brought on board and concerns that state power would be diluted have tried to be addressed. Amy, thank you very much. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.